This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, what about a great, I'm not talking average, I'm talking fantastic summer read. Alec McCatchen is with me right now. He's with the Vancouver Public Library. Alex, first of all, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. Now, obviously, it's the kind of question you get. I'm looking for, recommend something to me that's like a page turner. That's, that's again, me. I want to be entertained. Um, I don't even want to be educated anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a question that we get pretty much every day at the library. We, right. uh, our role is to connect people to good reads and find things that they're interested in. Uh, we're really about making sure that we find a book that works for you, not just any yes. book, but personalizing that experience. And yeah. so that's what we do. Well, I was mentioning uh, when we, uh, in the break there that I just read too much uh, research, uh, you know, stuff from economics or finance. Doesn't that sound like fun? Yeah, I'm a party guy. Yeah. You know, get, bring, bring him over. The party guy's going to talk economics. And by the way, my wife would tell you <laughs> that I do that. No, I know to be quiet sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but so when it comes to reading, I need something very different. I'm not looking for, you know, a self-help book, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. I'm looking for something that entertains me. And there's nothing... I don't know, you know, it's one of the most best feelings in life to say, I can hardly wait to get back to my book. Yes. I, I love that. Yeah. You know, and I think many people do. And by the way, I'll be asking you what your recommendations are. You better be good, by the way. And I'll open up the phone lines in a few minutes and you better be good. But Alex, uh, what comes to mind for me on that kind of stuff? Um, so I think one of the big ones that we're seeing in the library at the moment is a book called The Seven Deaths of Evelyn uh, Hardcastle by mm-hmm. Stuart uh, Turton. Uh, so this is a kind of, it's been described as Gosford Park meets Groundhog Day. So <laughs> it's set in kind of an old manor house in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, time period's not quite clear, but probably the 1920s. Um, so the main character visits a party hosted by Lord and Lady Hardcastle, and it's supposed to be a celebration. However, by the end of the night, Lord and Lady Hardcastle's daughter Evelyn turns up dead. Oh! The twist in this mystery is that the main character wakes up every day in the body of a new guest, and oh, his okay. goal yeah. is to solve the mystery over the next yeah. eight days. Um, but he kind of every day he starts fresh. So it's got that gra- Groundhog Day twist. Yeah, right. Um, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, no, that's what I'm talking about. It's something where you, as I say, you go, I got to find out what happens next, yeah. you know, and all that. Yeah, can't and, put it down. Yeah. Can't oh, take a break. Fantastic yeah. stuff there. Uh, actually, let me go back and put you on the spot. Sure. What about you? Is that, like, have you read that book as an example, or, I mean, or, or books that you've read when I say, like, I got turned back on reading fiction, I was mentioning, yeah. by reading yeah. The Da Vinci Code. And I mean, gosh, no, that might be 10 or 15 years ago, but yeah. really stuck. And it's also time element. You've got kids, you've got responsibilities, and I had yeah. all this other reading to do. Yeah. And then someone says, oh, you got to read this book. And it was pretty early on for Dan Brown. You know, yeah. you got to read this book. Well, yeah. I read it and then read every Dan Brown mo- yes. novel by Saturday, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah, so, I mean, my reading journey is a little bit similar. I, I kind of took a break from reading for a little bit. Um, uh, librarianship wasn't my first career. I went to school for science, mm-hmm. and I took a break from science transitioned to career, didn't read a lot, but what really got me kind of back into reading was um, a nonfiction book called The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Mm-hmm. It's about a, um, a woman in, uh, in America, in Baltimore, who was suffering from cancer. And a little bit of a sad story because the medical um, 
establishment took a little bit of advantage of her, but she had some specialized cells that they could use in medical mm. research. And so those cells are actually still being used to this day. But it connected with me on a personal level because I had been studying biology oh, okay. you know, yeah. prior to this career. It was a narrative nonfiction, so it kind of had that fast pace kept me reading. And that's kind of what we do at the library. We try to ask questions of our readers and our patrons. Yes. What is it about reading that you like? Or what is it about entertainment that you like? Mm-hmm. And then we try to you know, tease out from you where those facets are. And using our knowledge of the books that we have in our collection, we connect you to a book that we think will be great for you. And yeah. we always kind of leave it with, you know, this is what we think is going to work. If it didn't work, come back and talk to us because we want to know kind of where we're at right, if we're sure. on the right trail. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's terrific. Uh, give me another example of something that you're recommending these days. Sure. And, and who to, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, the other book I would suggest is a book called We All Fall Down by Daniel Kala. Um, and Daniel Kala is actually the head of emergency medicine at St. Paul's Hospital. Oh, wow. So this is kind of a part medical um, thriller, part historical thriller. Um, it's about an infectious disease expert working for NATO named Alana Vaughn. And Alana is asked to travel to Italy to examine a patient who is suffering from the plague. So a disease not seen for mm-hmm. you know centuries is suddenly ha- causing Emerge, an outbreak yeah. overseas. So she goes to investigate um, and... She realizes that she's not actually going to be able to stop the spread of it, but somehow gets drawn into a mystery involving an 800-year-old monastery, a medieval journal that may have clues to how it was stopped back in the 1300s. And the book does kind of switch back back and and forth forth, in time. So this is definitely, I think... For someone who enjoyed The Da Vinci Code, for instance, yeah. this is kind of no, along I, those same I was, I was lines. just thinking that yeah. myself. As you're yeah. really, I'm gonna go, my, I'll leave you now. I'm getting off the air, and I'm going to go buy that one. Yeah. You know? but, <laughs> yeah. but that is, I mean, it's a special thing. I mean, I know some, we've got many people. I mean, Simi would normally uh, you know, be able to tell us how many books she loves. But it's so fantastic when you engage with a book, as mm-hmm. you're saying, that yeah. you have a relationship yes, with that book. absolutely. And, and I've got good leadership at home. My wife is a... Uh, a fanatic reader, yeah. you know, and uh, always, I feel sometimes after she's chatted with me that I've read the book. Yeah. <laughs> no need, no need, yeah. but, you know, really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's that, the, those things about, you know, books that are page turners or kind of capture the attention of a wide variety of the audience, it creates those connections outside of yeah. the reading world. So, and yeah. do you find when people come in, are they looking, uh, I'm just saying around the category, I'm saying obviously mm-hmm. you're getting a lot of requests on a lot of things, but in this kind of general category, the sort of fiction-y kind of approach, mm-hmm. um, do they ask for thrillers? Am I, am I the weird one? or No, I would say thrillers is the popular genre that we have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, thrillers can range from, uh, you know, that we all fall down a medical kind of thriller, but yes. they could be crime-based, they could be historical. So the fact that it covers a wide range of genres where somebody who might, you know, be interested in historical fiction but wants a break, perhaps, yeah. but still has that piece of what they enjoy about reading. That's kind of how we want to connect them. It's great to be here on the Simi Sarah Show. We're talking about great reads in the summer, and I'm going to go to the phone lines in like two minutes. But Alex, I wanted to ask you something else about the Vancouver Public Library, because you do some reading sort of program, I'm calling them a program, you know, mm-hmm. activities, which yes. I think is also terrific. Obviously, we, we, we love to have our kids engaged in reading and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I just want, it's a summer, so, it, yeah. you know, maybe let For people sure. know what you're doing that way. Yeah, so actually this year we have... Um, um, you know, we have our traditional summer reading program for children, which yeah. encourages them to continue to read throughout the summer, keep those reading skills up. We have a second uh, program for teens, kind of oh, similar okay. process. Yeah. But what we're really kind of 
want to share with your listeners today is uh, we have a book bingo program, which is an adult summer reading program mm-hmm. for the kind of our first time. Uh, what we're doing is we're challenging adults to come in, collect one of our book bingo sheets, and it has a series of kind of topics that we want you to read in. So uh, read your favorite book from your youth, read a nonfiction oh, okay. book, mm-hmm. yep. grab a short story collection, yeah. and you fill out one of the lines on the sheet, you bring it back, and you get entered into some prize draws throughout the summer. So, so uh, how do people uh, not get more information, but participate? Yeah, so I want they, my child to go there. I want my teen to go there. Yeah. I want to go there kind of thing. Absolutely. If you visit any one of our 20 library branches, uh, you can come in, and any of the staff can talk to you about how to participate in any of the programs. I'm really, By the way, I am really glad because, of course, when I'm talking uh, Vancouver Public Library, I'm actually thinking where I go. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm glad you've reminded me that there are 20 different locations, so you don't have to work very hard to go to your yeah, local we, one. We hopefully yeah. have a, a location in your neighborhood yeah. close to you. So I'm, I would have skipped that part otherwise. That, that's, but I, again, I'd really encourage people. It's the summer, a great chance, you know, kids, teens, and adults to go and, and just enjoy with others. Yeah. That's why book clubs are so popular. The same, the sort of social interaction that comes Absolutely. out of them. Absolutely, and, yeah. and a, a kind of a group effort and a joy of reading together. Mm-hmm. 604 280 I'm going to go to the phone lines with Alex here with me. Gary, go ahead. Got a recommendation for us. Uh, I, I recommend the library book. This library book. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Who's going to like it? Well, I think everybody I've lent it to has loved it. Oh, okay. It's, it's a story about a fire in the Los Angeles library. Okay, great stuff. And, and it's uh, called The Library Book. Susan Orlean is the author? Uh, um, Orlean, I think yeah. her name, first name might be Susan. Yeah. But she was here, and the, the library had her in one of their uh, evening uh, sessions where you could go down and uh, listen to a lecture. Okay. Well, great so, stuff. I appreciate you giving us a call. The library book. Are you familiar with that one, Alex? Yeah, we've heard about that. It was kind of a, a story of uh, a tragic fire that actually affected the mm-hmm. Los Angeles Public Library and kind of how they rebuilt after that. Okay, interesting stuff. Mark, go ahead from uh, Vancouver. Uh, the Silent Invasion by, I think it's Cliff Hamilton, and it's about what you talked about. About it's about the invasion of Chinese into the politics of the Australian government, and how they pay money to have these promotions, much like UBC. And it's their plan. It's not random. It's incredible. Uh, and uh, so it's a good book if you're interested. Well, in uh, how topical yourself. is that today, by the way? The silent no, invasion. I mean, I talked with Terry what? Glavin earlier, and uh, Canadians know, are naive. That's what, yeah, That's what I remembered. But you know what? I tried to get it at the Vancouver Library, and it had 45 holds before me. Wow. So I had, I had to buy it. Yeah. But you know what? That stuff with McCallum, you know what? That should be treated as treason. Okay, you know, well, silliness. Yeah, I appreciate the recommendation called the Silent Invasion. Uh, let me keep going, Malcolm. Go ahead. Uh, good afternoon. I am really on to BC Heritage. Okay, uh, and there's Heritage Books, and I picked up a book in Lonsdale Key, and it's called The Man Who Is Hung by a Thread. Okay, The by Man Pope. Who Is Hung by a Thread. Uh, uh, Cecil Clark. Cecil Clark. There you go. And. And it, he was the former deputy commissioner of the province of British Columbia for the BC Provincial Police. Yeah. And in reading up on him, he got these stories from the police officers from the late 1800s into the early 1900s. And the very honorable Judge Begbie is also written up very highly in that book. Okay, thank you, Malcolm. Appreciate the call. Uh, we'll keep going here, Alex, and get a couple more on. Uh, Michelle, go ahead. 
Hi there. Hi. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, uh, my book recommendation is the Alice Network. The and who's that by? Do you know? Do you know off the top it's of your head? Kate, it's by Kate Quinn. And who would? Um, again, who's the audience for that? What kind of a reader uh, are you looking at? Well, I'm a reader. I read all kinds of books, mostly mysteries and stuff. But men and women can uh, read it. My husband actually listened to it in audiobook in his truck. He doesn't do a lot of reading, mm-hmm. but it's between the two wars. It starts uh, about 1915. It goes back and forth between 1915, 16 and 1947, and the characters are fabulous. That's great stuff. Thank you for taking the time to call in. Alex, I don't want to run out of time without getting, uh, you know, I know you've got a raft of information for us. So do you want to just throw out a couple more for our listeners? Sure. And I think what's great about what we just heard from the listeners was everybody kind of has their own book that they kind of really... that really speaks to them. And the great thing about our the library is that you can come in with that book that you've read, talk to staff, and they can use that as a tool oh, great. to yeah. kind of recommend future books for you. Um, so the last one I want to talk about is um, kind of a book that's topical for the Lower Mainland. It's called Property Values by Charles Demers. Uh, he's a local author and comedian. And his book is a humorous crime novel, kind of oh, that okay. looks at what goes wrong when... Um, Kind when of property values folk. go up. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Partially, yes, and partially what goes wrong when regular folk try to kind of um, take on a fake role of a criminal. So main character Scott Clark hopes to buy his family home, uh, but you know, with prices as they are in the property market, it's a little bit out of his reach. So in order to get a better asking price, him and his friends stage a drive-by shooting in their neighborhood in the hopes that it will drive down the price of the house. Um, it kind of backfires on them because they end up attracting the attention of some real criminal element and oh, okay. a f- kind of rivalry comes about that from that. sounds great yeah. hey have you come across the book that uh it's basically saying i think it's my wife is boring something yes, like that yeah what's that one exactly autopsy of a boring oh, wife yes, okay. yeah. yeah so that's by marie by the way Renee. just hold on i'm not going to get in trouble <laughs> on that one by the way nothing to do with my life i'm just saying the title i had seen and caught my eye yeah so that's a great one it's kind of um some people are speaking about it as a Quebecois Bridget Jones. So, yes. oh, okay. um, 48-year-old Diane, her life is kind of turned upside down when her husband comes to her one day and says he's leaving her for a younger woman. And the reason is not because he's fallen out of love with her, not because, you know, anything's wrong. I mean, the thing yeah, that he I mean, says is wrong is that she's, she's boring. boring. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of, she um, takes some time to kind of take stock of her life. Um, but it's kind of a humorous book that follows her as she finds ways to gain back her trust in herself and others. And kind of, there's a little bit of scheming on her part yeah. to try to win him back and also to make his new girlfriend's life a little bit miserable. Well, that's great stuff. And I just want to remind people to take advantage of the reading programs that there are, you know, 20 public libraries, Vancouver yes. public libraries, but because it's all ages. It's I love the idea of doing teens, and obviously we all sort of love it when there are children involved, and but the adult ones too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I mean, maybe some of the books that I presented today, not not for everyone, but, you know, no. we, we have those experts in-house who can connect you with the title if one of the ones that I haven't suggested doesn't speak to you. Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Look out below. I'll be there. Thanks so much for coming Thank in. Thank you so much for having me.